Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to a fabulous episode of Stories Around Azeroth. I nearly said Shadows Around Azeroth, which is pretty poignant considering the content that's going on in the game right now. I, as always, am Pete Titescreed Nethercoat, joined by the one and only leveling his mechano, Mr. Frasley Tastic. How are you doing, sir? I am doing amazing. I am level 40 now. I have advanced flying. It's really good. Advanced flying at level 40? That's definitely something special. Advanced driving at level 40. Not <laughs> advanced flying. Sorry, this mechano needs an IQ boost. <laughs> I'm doing Christ. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to take that mixer away from you one day, I think. <laughs> and then take Over it my for myself. <laughs> um yes, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back once again to another episode of Stories Around Azeroth. How are you doing, sir? I am doing awesome. It's been a good day. I uh been podcasting all day, been re revamping the studio all week. So it's been a it's been a fun a fun week. Like things are trying new things. So it's time to change. It's time to change. Fair enough. Um, oh, it's been an interesting week. Um, patch fixes, bug fixes, changes to the game, changes to how stuff works. And we're just on the cusp for those that are interested of going into the Mythic World First race next week. Yes, with so much complexity, and I, I think there's no limit to the method that people will go to this week. It's gonna be, it's gonna be amazing. In fact, Warcraft Radio just announced their race for world first coverage. So, I mean, things are really heating up. I mean, it's, 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 so it's, much coverage. Jesus. Yeah. And uh, did you hear? Now, it's it, this does not apply for the race for world first, but Blizzard is is also mixing it up, not with Mixer, by moving to YouTube. So people are starting to twitch at what they're going to do. It's quite interesting because um, from the way it actually reads, they're moving everything that's not Warcraft esports over. So everything Starcraft, Overwatch, and Hearthstone is moving to YouTube. I even saw the, the MDI. So I, I think it's, it's uh, unless I misread it, I think it's everything Blizzard is being moved to, to YouTube. And someone thought that it meant exclusively like anything that, that's, that's community run has to be over there. And, and said no. Blizzard is the uh, it's just Blizzard stuff that's on YouTube. They must have some deal with. with so, I, I, you, you've got to you've got to remember that. I think Bellular did a good video on this, and uh, essentially when Twitch started up, uh, Blizzard turned around and went, "Well, all of all of your top viewed stuff is our games. So, what cut of your stuff are you going to give to us?" And said, "Well, you know, the the thing you're getting is all the viewers on your product. You know." But then yeah. they, they did a, a paid agreement for Overwatch League, and that hasn't brought in as much money or anything else as every, as they imagined. Twitch has, obviously, uh, Twitch has obviously decided to renegotiate that, but I assume YouTube's paid them more money for how much the Overwatch League is costing. I'm speculating has to do with all, all the, uh, the the YouTube coverage we have. I, 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 we have Bellular, we have Parasynical, we have all those people that... That won't have a lot to do with it in the grand scheme of things. Not Just due to how the algorithm works. Um, it, it, it's, it's really dumb. Uh, YouTube algorithm has changed. If it, if it was exactly as it was, like six, seven years ago, I absolutely 100% agree that they could just turn around and add like world of warcraft to their recommended channels and everything else and they'd get a big knock back off of that and it would help those channels too because if warcraft decides to go well we're going to partner with our casters and they get preach uh final boss and they get bellular or they get um fat boss or talias and never tell they could add them to recommended channels and some people click those and there is it is a boost for those if they decide to get them in um because they could just be there as recommended creators you know um, yeah, but I, I don't know. It, it's a it's a tumultuous time in the world of the internet, and this is just esports stuff, you know. Um, yeah, and I think it still doesn't change exclusive. I do speculate one thing though. Yep, YouTube is part of Google, and Google's part of Stadia. Activision has banned cloud gaming. I could possibly see this being a move to to get. 
WoW and Blizzard games on Stadia. It's it's a very wild possibility, but I I could see that happening. But Stadia had a lukewarm I mean, response. To... You've you've got to remember that essentially WoW would work quite easily there anyway as a cloud streaming yeah. game. Um, Overwatch probably not so much. You need to reduce latency as much as possible. Same in uh, Hearthstone. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but for StarCraft, Warcraft, esports, I don't know. You're gonna want to reduce latency as much as possible. I don't. Yeah. I don't think anybody's gonna like anybody who's gonna be at that top esports level is gonna use a Stadia anyway. Not when you know that top level is gonna have a, a busting ass PC anyway. Yeah, but that. But yeah, esports e is definitely not why we're here. Well, why we're here. I just thought it's, it's interesting all the movement going around with it. I mean, it's 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 definitely exciting for you and me because we are streamers. So any streaming news like this could mean competition like like twitch has been going gangbusters with some of their stuff after mixer so yeah it's it's gonna heat up i think it's... it is interesting in the sort of thing uh it's... i think it's more interesting from the point that twitch is getting competition because bigger names are being paid to move over to different platforms yeah that's 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 the only problem like the big companies are throwing money for the big companies to move to these other platforms and that therein becomes why there's competition because we're not going to be watching the main blizzard stuff on twitch but here's the thing uh because it's on youtube you now <laughs> they now so twitch has a uh, in its tos you cannot live stream another twitch stream so oh. Now that they're going to be moving to YouTube, if they do the Q and A's, you're going to have all your your Asmongolds, all your all your Towleys, all your big. They'll be able to go picture in picture, and actually live stream alongside a YouTube thing and talk about it as it goes on, rather than have it on in the background and talk about it as it's happening. That is an interesting thing, because yeah, I had not thought about that part. So it will it will definitely help the Twitch streamers as well, because yeah. you know th that then becomes good YouTube content as well. Instead of Absolutely. it not being picture in picture on YouTube VODs and everything else, it's interesting. I'll see how it develops, but I, I, I'm being the cynical person I am and saying that they're moving over just because that means that they can actually turn off comments and live chat. And I could see that because I do not look at chat. I mean, I look at our chat because we've got an awesome chat room. I we don't do look at the at the chat of the other ones which reminds us if you do want to join us live ladies and gentlemen like this show and like nearly every, nearly every other show i think we haven't done one that isn't live you can join us yeah. live at twitch.tv slash project phoenix productions make sure to join us over on the socials at titans creed at frasletastic you'll be able to see when each of us go live and everything else and mr frasley yes what have you done this week in the world of warcraft so this week, I have been working on Volden Ice some more, trying to get that, that Vulpira, because I see these little lovable creatures, and they look so cute. Like, <laughs> I saw one that was so adorable. It was on an RP server. It was like, right. Bowen the Destroyer. It looks so cool. But um, it, was, it was like a, a, a uh, Vulpira Death Knight. But yeah, I've been working on that. Kind of then in the, in the same vein, working on Frasley, got his cloak up to level rank 5. His eye levels at, or his heart at 69. His eye levels 430. Uh, failed one vision, so I, I've not gone back in because I just haven't had time to go back in and do it. Right. And my mechanome is now level 40, and I'm over in the hinterlands. So, so uh, for the benefit of those who are watching the vod of this, I've got Mr. Frasley's. Uh, I believe it's your first run in there. So how how did you find horrifics? Because I'm obviously at a different level in terms of it. I've done more because this is your orgrimmar run it's not your storming run but um yeah uh i've done more because my cloak's at rank seven but i'm also okay. at a higher item level so i mean what average item level is frasley that you went in there with uh, oh actually you can see it 429 so you're yeah, slightly yeah, so you're slightly above my highest ult because my death knight's at about 426 so how did you find it i i found the vision because of the high cost you want to do it with people that that you know like i would not suggest hugging it if you don't have a group that you're going in i would i would solo it i i did the with with two people that i trust and then cap and i went in and i'm not going to throw cap under the bus but we uh failed on valeria 
but that's because it was it was the first day on the Tuesday. So I mean, it, it was it was great though, and I I still got the mem the memories. So it wasn't like it was a waste. I just did not get the cloak upgrade. But I like that it's challenging. I like that there's stuff with when it and and I think if I like I just need to get my dailies up because I had to go out and do more dailies to get some more vessels. Now I'm not gonna die under the bus, Capo. I love you, man. So um, the only, the only thing I would suggest uh, when it comes to this sort of stuff is don't push yourself to do dailies although now they have buffed the visions from daily rewards they can eventually add into getting you an extra uh like vision key essentially is what i've been calling them because the names are just too lengthy and long um on my alts i'm literally only doing the daily minor vision because it takes less than five minutes to get in there and get it done on everything else uh on my main i'm i'm doing the dailies that's that's literally it so and part of the reason i'm not doing the dailies is there's just so much i want to do especially i like with the with the vulpira and the mechanomes that it's i'm not not rushing it but then again i'm not raiding like, like you are so it's it for me i don't need to rush my my cloak because i'll get there eventually but oh I, absolutely I yeah no, absolutely but um i mean it looks like they've changed the way that the cloak is used on on nazoth anyway um I mean, uh, I just did a normal run today, and we got in, I think in three hours, we got all the way up to uh, the final boss, Nazoth itself. And the sanity loss literally only seems to be for the visions. Like, it's just, you need the cloak for the carapace and the the last boss, So because if you if you don't have the cloak, you get instantly mind-controlled at the beginning of the encounter. I'm, that's kind of dis disappointing. I... I, I get it, and maybe it goes up in heroic and, and mythic, but it is kind of disappointing that they, that the that the that the cloak is not as big of a deal in the raid because like it's tied to the same boss. It would be kind of cool to have this thing that you work on. I mean, I can see raiders not not liking they'd have to do that. So to the get up the there. the only reason it's it's worth getting as um, the only reason it's worth upgrading is because of the corruption resistance. And that obviously allows you to equip more corrupted gear, which, uh, as it has been changed, um, uh, has the corruption gear. Yeah. So, the corruption affixes is the new titan forging of the the patch. So yeah, uh, basically, what a lot of people didn't understand, they thought it was just a fixed roll, whereas it can roll from a tier one to a tier three. Now that is obviously going to be based on how much corruption it gives you as well. So that's why you'll get a piece which could be ten corruption and a bit an ability, or it could be anywhere up to plus seventy corruption, but the ability will do give you more stats or do more damage, which is why stuff like uh, the infinite stars was simming so high because if you had lots of tier threes, you were going to do way more damage because of the extra corruption and everything else. And if you played well to avoid all the extra damage and everything else, then it was worth doing. So it's. I think that alone is going to be the more interesting part of when we see uh, the mythic race next week, because the the biggest thing this week is uh, obviously the item level from the cash goes up to four seventy because the stuff in mythic plus is capped to four four five this week because you can only do yeah. normal and heroic. So a lot of people this week, have, which you might have seen on Reddit or forums or anything else, the max you want to run. Uh, outside of getting your key, uh, cash for next week are just plus sixes because that if you get an item at the end of the chest it's at 445 item level and has a chance to be corrupted so people are just spam running plus sixes um, I've done a few, I've got a couple of items done corrupted unfortunately um, but uh, yeah I've run a plus 11 this week it gives me like a 460 in the box next week if you want to run a plus 12 you get your 465 and then you have to run a, four, uh, a plus 15 to get a 470 in the box. So it's, it's up to you. Some people are running it. Uh, I haven't had time outside of doing some six runs and getting an 11 done. But it's fun. But did you enjoy the horrific? Yes, I, I absolutely did. And I liked, again, I, I like that it's scalable solo, solo content. Because I know it's an MMO, but I do like having something that I can do to, to, to get in, do it. And then I can bring people in if I know them. Yeah. And I. No, never. Mind. We, we we talked about this this last week about having a a 
challenge mode where you don't get anything, but you just try to see how fast you can go. And and yeah. that I think would be a cool addition. But other than that, I'm I'm really liking it. So um, yeah, so I mean, you're guaranteed to if you just do a minor vision and you do your three ca assault caches, you're guaranteed to get three keys a week uh, to go in there. Like I I don't think that's bad at all. Uh, it's no. if you if you choose to do your dailies then you're probably going to get maybe a fourth. I've done four runs this week already, and tomorrow, after I do the minor vision, I'll have enough to get another key, which I'll be keeping for next reset, because I'm off on Wednesday, which will be good for me. Um, yeah, it's been interesting. Um, as, a, as a question, do you prefer... I'm going to... Here's the thing. If I'm on an ult, which is about the appropriate item level that Frasley is, I prefer doing the multiplayer version of the of the visions whereas if i'm on my demon hunter and i've done my demon hunter solo and i've done it with people to try and help them i much prefer it solo because i can feel how much the health scaling is so is it due to your eye level or i think no it's uh per person it's 150 percent health boost okay on the mobs so uh, that's what they're expecting your damage ramp up to be with one extra person to be 150%. But I can feel on packs that should die for my Demon Hunter in about 4-4... Four, four, I want to say 4-4-6. Four, four, like, I can kill a pack in like two seconds. But it's just like the same packs that I can kill in like two to five seconds with, a, with an extra person, it will take 10 to 15. And I can feel that. It's almost when you have a lot of haste and you lose that due to debuffs on a boss or anything else. You can feel when you lose that haste. It's interesting. Um, yeah. I still need, I, I don't think I've done any horrifics on my ults this week. And I need to get... I think my Death Knight's at rank 4. My Priest is only at rank 1. And my Shaman's at rank 1. So I need to run it on Intel because he's my... I've not unlocked the, the, the assaults, but I've already got them gear. And I'm at like 25 corrupted i don't think i met anything yet but i realized if i don't do anything soon i'm going to start keep getting corrupted gear and it's going to cause me pain that that that's the thing i mean but remember that if you don't want to use the corrupted gear you can always get it cleansed but you need stuff from the visions to cleanse it oh uh, i haven't even looked into that i'll be honest okay yeah because i did cleanse some gear on frasley before i got my my cloak upgraded right because i i i something i was like what's this eyeball that's not on my head but it's in front of me oh all right yeah, no, okay. I, that, that was weird because I had that on my Shaman because it's the first time I'd seen it because I had, like, two corruption pieces that put me, like, above 20 because, oh, it was bizarre. I was like, what's this? I've never seen this before while doing my dailies. So uh, it was definitely interesting to come across. But um, yeah. you enjoying your mechanome leveling as well? Oh, absolutely. I I like leveling, and especially I, I, I like the, the mechanome. I'm going to love leveling even more once we get 9.0 because I I, I, would, I would like not having as many levels. I, I know time may still be the same, but it, I'm going to like that. But it is fun. It's kind of fun, and especially streaming. It's nice just having something that I can be weird. I, I can make songs. I made a song for, for Torloff about Ragnarok. and I mean, you know, you, you can just be crazy because you don't really have to pay attention while you're leveling. Yeah. Unless, it's, unless it's an iron. If it's an iron... You better watch out. <laughs> Otherwise, you die. Well, you die to spiders. Um, yes. And uh, uh, orcs. And... A variety. And more Latin. More Latin yeah. How are you going to do stuff like genome when 9.0 rolls around? That's a good question. Because I don't think... I don't think uh, Mike and I have really talked about that. Because... Because yeah, the, the, the way I look at it, it's essentially going to half your level. Kind yeah. of a little bit more than half, because obviously the max is going to be fifty at that point. But it's it's going to half your level roughly, and so um, what level are you guys? You're about seventy to eighty, aren't you? Yeah, so in that range right now. So you're Michael's probably... higher than me because of the weed, yeah, the, so the herbalism. I imagine that's probably going to drop you anywhere between twenty-five to thirty-five. So oh. I wonder if the quests that you'll be done in like a given zone are going to be complete, and then you'll just port into an area. That would be. Yeah. Wow. That that is definitely an interesting thought. It's going to be disorientating, I think. Yeah. And especially like not knowing which, like, yeah, not knowing where we'll be. I mean, because we're already in Northruns. We've already completed vanilla content. Yeah. 
Or Caterpillar. Yeah. But I mean, you, know, you get a choice between Cataclysm, well, uh, the Cataclysm, high level zones, and everything else. So that'll be interesting. Go fishing and see Buddy. Hey, that's Buddy. It. That's it, isn't it? But yeah, um, I've. What have I done? I've done so much this week. So, la- uh, end of last reset, I after I think I think after we streamed the the stories around Azeroth that uh, I got the the cloak on my shaman and I've been working on my death knight a fair bit. Like I got my death knight from Heart of Azeroth thirty five and I think it's at like sixty five plus at the moment on the heart. Nice. Just from just like doing the main story path and gearing up from uh like the dailies so it's 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 definitely been interesting to see how that does because uh i've got the gear up so far that the world quest is starting to give 415 to 420 gear so i can roughly gear them up and then you know maybe try and push through get a 420 piece of thrall for the week and then see what i feel like doing yeah but um yeah i guess the biggest thing that i've done this week is uh on reset day we went into Nihilofa straight on Heroic. Unfortunately, over on the EU, uh, there was server stability issues, literally. So we were all playing at like double the MS that we were used to. So that was fun. Yeah, someone here was having an is- issue, I think, earlier this week. Yeah, with the lag. I, I think Nazoth is definitely playing with our internet. Yeah, absolutely. But um, having done... I'm going to say like 95% of the instances on normal today. It is most definitely a fun raid in places. There are, I mean, when it comes to the raiding, the raiding is always going to be good. I mean, there's there's going to be the odd boss here or there that's not going to end up working as well as you'd hope it would. But yeah. Rathian is definitely fun. Um, it's a nice change from your standard walk-in. This boss isn't going to do a lot. And then there's a lot of trash in the instance to to go and clear. Like, um, And you can get BOE epics and everything else. So I think there's been a lot of groups that have been farming BOE epics this week. But uh, yeah, we did the first three bosses on Wednesday. And then I wasn't there for the Thursday raid, but they cleared another three bosses no end of wing stuff but yeah we went in we cleared quite a fair bit on normal today and we got a good idea for what we're going to do on heroic next week nice and you've so and you've seen the cutscene but you haven't finished the cutscene yet uh i haven't seen the very i mean i went for the benefit of the show i went and watched all the cutscenes um yeah but yeah I've, I've seen them all i was expecting some sort of uh a flashback with Ashara, but it just seems to be text which is a little bit annoying yeah um so yeah i mean yes and no it's it's partly good it's partly not but um uh, when do you rate I, I presume you're not gonna be setting foot in the raid for a while get close to the yeah, end no. and then get capo to carry you through to head of the curb and get your get your your friendship drake i, I I'm, I'm looking for that or like uh perky bugs I, I i'm definitely looking to hopefully get that because i've gotten it in uh legion and uh warlords so i'm i'm holding out hope for for bfa to get to get that 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 void wing but yeah i will do lfr this time i say that now and then watch it'll be like months before i get to do lfr but i i i want to because i got a quest for brasley to finish it so yeah three thousand that's right it's pretty juicy yeah yeah lfr wing one opens up this week are there three wings is it next week um so there's 12 bosses so i imagine that there will be four so the first wing will be the first three bosses it'll be rathian mount and oh what's the other boss what is the other boss um i don't want to kill rathian you might have to oh he's so dreamy i don't want to kill him (laughs) um yeah, but I imagine for wing, wing 1 will be the first three bosses. There'll be a wing where you'll have the last three bosses, where the last boss will be Brad Den, uh, which will and, be in- Inquisitor, and uh, the Twilight Drake. Then you'll have the other wing, which will be the, the Blood, which will be the Dog, the Tentacle, and uh, Ilganoth. And uh, then you'll have... 
uh, the last wing, which will be Carapace and Nazoth, I imagine. Having, uh, like, Nazoth seems like a fun fight. Uh, like, they all seem fun. Raden, it seems like it's his uh, miss version ramped up to 11. Uh, which is interesting. I'm not sure if you ever did. I presume you didn't do the Mists fight on content. No. No, no. It's it's pretty interesting. Um, it's, 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 there's a lot of information this week that I've just had poured into my brain between raid tactics and horrifics. Because I've been looking at tactics to try and do a five wing horrific next week on my Demon Hunter. And I'm, I might have to stream that if I attempt it on Wednesday, to be fair. So, five wing horrific. Ooh. I want my mask, mate. I need to. I, I want my mask, and I want to start getting like masks and stuff. I mean, we, we all wear masks. We like do that. all it wear is. masks. It's true, because um, we, I, we turn green. <laughs> it's true. So I mean, it, when it comes to my horrifics itself, um, I said I've done four runs this week. I've got. I've gone down the solo path on the actual um, on the actual research tree. So I've got the extra damage when you're solo, and then when you die, you get the 500 sanity back. Okay. And then I've got, you can see chess in all the areas, and then the next step down, the one I finished with this week was the, uh, when I kill an elite, I get 200 sanity back. Which nice. is, which is going to work out well, because I actually cleared one of the lost areas this week, and got a rank 2 of the essences, which is the tanking one, so it's not one I'm ever going to use either, which is kind yeah. of annoying. But um, it was fun. It's definitely, definitely, definitely fun. Um, the raid encounters seem pretty decent as well. I'm looking forward to going back in next week because I get to do both days on Heroic. So I just need to make sure I've got all my consumables in place and everything else. But um, I was going to stream normal tonight, but so much to do. <laughs> just yeah. so much to do. I'll, I'll probably, I'll have to stream up for Heroics definitely. And maybe um, the Horrific Visions that I'll probably do before the raid and everything else. So we'll see how everything goes. Nihilo the Raiders. That song. Yeah. Nihilo the Raiders. Is there any... Like... I, I'm I sure... Are you aware of the bosses that are in the Nihilo the Raid? Uh, yes. I I know a lot, like a lot of them are, are old god based and, and stuff like that. I, I, I don't have a list, but I've run down it. And it seems like some really cool stuff. And I do like... As like Ian was saying in the Millennium article. I like... We're going to kind of see what effect killing these bosses in Nihilotha is going to have on Azeroth. I mean, we're, we're going after some pretty pretty interesting old old gods so and old forces. The, the biggest thing I would say is that they've done a very good job this patch of introducing uh, like some of the major mobs in the, in the raid. Like, the last time I think they did this well was back in warlords where in tanan jungle you had the four the four wing end wing bosses appear yeah. and that's when they spawned the rares because they did the shout in tanan jungle so you were like oh who's this guy because <laughs> that was obviously just one of their boss calls from the raid so it's a uh, pretty fun i like what you were you were talking about how the story of bfa compared to even like wrath how we've kind of ch changed storylines every time i mean because i've 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 heard wrath talked about lovingly about how you went into wrath and the lich king was following you the whole way through he was kind of he was like you would walk in like even like the like warrior tundra i remember meeting up with the lich king and he would do things i would go into this one area and the lich king would appear while i'm questing through uh through northrend and then and someone was saying, like, in one of the dungeons, the Lich King's chasing you, and he's following you. And then at the end, it all culminates in the Lich King. So, there is... I think the exception is Grizzly Hills and Storm Peaks. But that I think would sound in, right. In, I think in every other zone, Arthas is always there in some form of capacity. In Berean Tundra, you see Arthas when you go and deal with... Um, the the necropolis above the city in the in the oh uh, in the northeast in do you see him in dragonblight i don't think you see him in dragonblight oh you do because in dragonblight you have the wrathgate cinematic yes um so in 
Oh, what's the name of the the one on the far east, southeast? Blimey, Howling Ford. So if you actually die in Howling Ford, and you walk up to like the big keep, you see him there, and you can interact with him if you or or like I think you see him, and if you walk up to him, he kills you. And there's something else, or like when you're dead, you can run there and you can see something that happens, and he kills you as a ghost, I think as well. He can do. So wow. there's stuffing there. Um, but he's in that dungeon in Howling Ford, like yeah, because he's he's there just before the first boss. Uh, the whole purpose of Zoldrak is to fight against the Scourge. And if you oh no, there is a thing. So if you do the troll storyline in Grizzly Hills, it leads to Drakthoron Keep. Which yes. there you find out that if you do that and uh he gets empowered by Arthas, the Lich King, and then that takes you into the story in Zoldrak, and that's where you you see more Arthas there. And then obviously Northrend, uh, sorry, Ice Crown is very much Arthas based and everything else. And there's a lot of interactions with him and everything else. So pretty much everything you do, and if you look at raids like Nax Ramus, there's an Arthas interaction technically just before Kelthazad. Then you don't really see him again until uh, Trial of the Crusader because that story led into into the Ice Crown dungeons and the Ice Crown uh, raid itself. And that's all to do with Arthas as well. But with the exception of a few, a few bits and pieces here and there, unless you're really knowledgeable about a lot of the lore, you didn't know who the bosses were in like Hall of Reflection, the first two bosses, who were, I believe it's Arthas' lieutenants and bits and pieces like that. And then... But, like, un unless you know Sindragosa from the opening cinematic, there's not a lot of the bosses that you're going you're gonna to have a clue about in, in Ice Crown Citadel itself. With the exception of maybe Blood Queen Lanathel, if you've done the um, sword quest. And that's only because she's there. But otherwise, you don't see a lot of the things. And I look at this patch, as I say, and it's just like, you see Skitra in the, the first Aldum assault. Uh, in the first quest line and everything else. Um, you obviously clued up with Rathion. Raden in the main heart quest goes uh, is part of it. You, ta you you know take him to the heart chamber and then he saves the heart chamber and goes to Nihilotha himself. We all know about Nazoth, obviously. And uh, we know about Ilganoth from Legion if you did Emerald Nightmare. So, I mean, those are your wing bosses and everything else. And it's like... That's really cool how they've tried to at least make you pay attention to this sort of thing. Yeah. And there's quite a few good mechanics. And it, it, it's nice to see a lot of throwbacks to uh, AQ40 type mobs. And they've been upgraded and everything else. And the cultists. And, you know, just a lot of that AQ40, AQ20 kind of look with some of the mobs and various bits and pieces. It's really cool. And there's really good throwbacks and everything else like that. It's just a shame that the patch has 8.3 has had so as many problems as it has. It's, it's, again, we're going to go back to the point, and you can look at it as you how you want. Like, if should Nihilofer have been like a full full zone? Should everything else? Maybe. I mean, we all know that Blizzard have moved on to Shadowlands, and that explains why some of the cinematics look lackluster. But you know. In Cataclysm, let's have a look at like the story of Cataclysm. The story of Cataclysm was Deathwing and the Old Gods. So the pre-launch event was Deathwing flying around the world and tearing it asunder. And all the way up until Dragon Soul, Deathwing would randomly just spawn in a zone and kill you. The amount of times during archaeology I got toasted by Deathwing was not pleasurable. I tell you that much. Um... Because it was like, the first time it was lucky, it was find him. Oh, yeah, burn me for the feet of strength so I can get it as early as possible. And then it's just, oh, he spawned one of archaeology in the barons again. Yeah, he's going to burn me. Hooray, now I get to run back to my corpse. But then, they tried to keep as much of it Twilight themed as possible. So, you've got the Bastion of Twilight, which is, um, it's Cthune. Uh, Cthune, not Cthune. Oh my goodness, what's the name of this? Um, what's the name of the ogre? Oh my goodness, I should know this. Chogol. Chogol. Chogol, who's Cthune empowered, which is obviously old god empowered, and then you you see Sinestra if you've been on the hardest difficulty, which is a massive throwback to a, like an uh, an odd storyline that you might have seen if you do if you dawdled around the Netherwing camp, uh, encampment, 
and if you read a lot of the books and the law and seeing Sinestro again. And otherwise, you've got Alakir, which is just there because it's elemental lords, and elemental lords have been referenced to work with the old gods and Deathwing and everything else. And there was one more raid at the beginning of Cataclysm, I think. Can't remember. Uh, but we we've gone f we go from we go from that into oh blimey what did we go from we went to Firelands which was Elemental Lord again and continuing the story of Thrall and the elements and Firelands was really good but again yeah. there's only a few bosses in there like the best thing they did about the Firelands and introduce you to the bosses is they made it a daily questing hub. And you interacted with some of the bits and pieces there. You met the you met the spider boss there. You met the you met Ryleth there. Um, and we found out more about um, Major Domo and uh, List Resort when you're actually in the raid. And that finished off a storyline that you saw at the beginning of the expansion in uh, if you did the Hijau questing zone. So there's that, and then we get end time dungeons which don't get me wrong going to the the well of eternity is really cool um and we're following the trail of the dragon soul and everything else and we get the end story of uh murazond and everything else and nozdormu we find that but we finish off the dragon storyline which feels like they're trying to retcon at some point because they keep bringing them back and imbuing their power as we've seen with this recent expansion and, you know, it just leads into Deathwing. And a lot of the story is misjointed if you've read the Thrall book. Because we've already gone to take the Webrest Temple at that point, And we've captured the, the new, like, Chromatic Hydra dragon thing. But then when we start both the raid and the last dungeon, we're away from Webrest Temple and we have to take it back. And it just feels a little bit disjointed. So, I think they missed a step there. Mists had a story which went in a, an odd direction, but it was fun. Like, yeah. the, the story they told was in the side questing, rather than the actual main raid. Like, the main raiding patches was all about trying to save Pandaria. Between fighting off the Shah, the, the Mantid, the, the Thunder King, and then obviously Garrosh at the end of it. Like, the story tied itself well together, and you were always interacting with Garrosh because... They would. They did the faction thing. Garrosh and Anduin were there. We were building up these characters, which you know are both World of Warcraft specific. Like these characters didn't exist prior to the game until they were introduced in the game and then introduced in outside lore. So we saw the coming of Garrosh all the way from TBC, all the way through to you know what happened at the end of Mists and Anduin. We've known since you know the birth of World of Warcraft. Because he was there yeah. while Varian was gone, so and, yeah, go ahead. And, and uh, uh, just I know our Edwin's now a man. <laughs> he really punched it up recently. Depending on what form of media you, you you look at, he's either Brad Pitt or he's not. I think he's Brad Pitt. Yeah. yeah. The next when when we get to like the the like twelfth Warcraft movie where Anduin has grown up, they'll just cast Brad Pitt to play Anduin. Yeah. As, as long as it's not Matt, Matt Damon, because Matt Damon's Matt been Damon. stuck in Mars. Um, well, actually, Matt Damon could work, too. Yeah. I mean, so, so what came after Mists? Mists was Warlords. Yes. Warlords and... had... So Warlords' story is really weird because of the way they changed the leveling structure there. So because you could go to any zone in any order and really just level as you wanted... With the exception of like the beginning starting expansion to introduce you to all the warlords and get you to your garrison. You could essentially go wherever you wanted and level how you wanted. Because it was it was it that or was it the one after Warlords? No, Legion was the one that did that. So Warlords still had you on a specific path. But yeah, you could it, um, but the story was good. However, the story didn't flow through the whole thing other than the Warlords of Draenor. And the story seemed to end at a certain point i mean because when i've leveled through warlords i see where they're going then it just stops at a, at a point and i've even heard the 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 
complaint, and I can see it. You kill your best people in the first raid as a first boss. I mean, in, in some of the first dungeons. Uh, that, like, y y you're going up against these warlords that, that yeah, you've heard about so we, time. Yeah, so we kill Nazul in the dungeon. We kill uh, Stabby McStabhand in the, the Ogre dungeon. And uh, we deal with some elsewhere. Like, Gul'dan is obviously... We don't deal with him until Legion. Um, this they dealt. They did deal with the, that expansion wrong with how they dealt with their main characters. It really felt like it should have been us versus... Like, all of those warlords should have been pushed back. And we should have dealt with all of them as part of the last raid. You know? And just have... Like the whole, like keep Blackrock Foundry, but instead of killing Blackhand, we push him back where he has, where he's forced to retreat. You know, and the same with, um, oh my god, I'm gonna get rid so hard for not knowing my lore characters so much, but it's been so long since I've been there. Um, but yeah, because you can still end the way you have done, but um, it's just a matter of fact that they they really like did their characters wrong in how they did it there and then we get to legion which i voiced my complaint with legion so many times it's the problem with legion is because we can choose to level in any zone there can't be a coherent story that paths through all of the zones and they have to keep the story of each zone to itself and keep the the story kept in end game going forward so that's why suramar was the big thing for the first two patches like suramar is your end game and if you take out the daily quest, the world quest, and everything else, Suramar's the end game, and Suramar leads into the Nightwell. But you, so, I think, think go ahead. I think Legion did. I, I I agree with you that like they didn't connect except for getting the the objects, the five objects that yeah. the, 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 that unite, because then they opened you up to the Broken Shore. You start the Broken Shore, then then you you you, you kind of retreat. You you get your objects, then you go to the Broken Shore. With those objects, as and in the, in the same vein, you're you're working with your class hall, building yourself up to be like, hey, we got to go against the, the legion, and we cannot fight each other, for, for now with this expansion. Then we then we uh we, we we join forces and then go to the broken shore. We build up the like the the, the different defenses and finally take it headfirst to Sargeras. I, I mean, so I I I see where you are that like the beginning. It, except for getting the pieces. Yeah, don't get. Yeah, no. The intro, the intro to Legion, fantastic. The Broken Shore and the story, the the story that the Broken Shore told, fantastic. I've got nothing yeah. against. I've got nothing against the story of the individual zones. Azuna does what it needs to do. It brings back Ashara again to imply that she's going to be more of a major character again. It tells the story of like the elves in that zone and what you're going to do and everything else, but and the blue dragons as well. But outside of that, those characters are literally just used for a rep grind and to power up your artifact as a part into the Nightwell. Same with High Mountain. You know, High Mountain is it's a brilliant story that tells the the good story about the High Mountain Torrent and you're helping them and everything else. But it doesn't connect to anything you do in Azuna. Yeah, Val Valshara, right. great, great, really good, well told, and it's one of my favourite zones to level in, because it tells major stories about Malfurion, Tyrande, Ysera, but it's again, it's interlocked, you know, yeah. and then you ha and and that story leads into the first raid, fine, brilliant, perfect, it's old god themed, we get that, you kind of tinge in the surface with the with the Emerald Nightmare, but again. The Emerald Nightmare could have been an, its own expansion. Yeah, and, and hopefully we return to it. I, I mean, hopefully we haven't seen the end of the. Yeah, of well, the I mean, it's it's been it's been speculated like there's more that can happen there, but again, you look at Stormheim. Stormheim, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant solo story. Go through and prove your prove your worth to enter the halls of valor. Love it, brilliant story. Doesn't connect with everything else that's on the on the broken uh, on the broken isles. And then we go back to the Broken Shore uh, after we deal with uh, Gul'dan in the Nighthold. And Illidan comes up and he pushes us to get to the Broken Shore and push that front line to get to, uh, to get through to Argus and you know stop them using the, the Tomb of Sargeras as a pool. But this is, this is where, like from 8.2, it's all endgame story that pushes you in one coherent line. 
Yeah, and and I definitely see your point because you see old god influence in certain zones throughout the the intro, but you, we started the expansion. Certain people thought it was the battle for Azeroth, like you dirty horde, and I and and, and like I I knew that it was I I saw that it was going to where it is now, but I think, people... we, I think we all did. I mean, um. If you remember when we actually saw, when we actually were going through the big, one of the big leaks, and the, it turned out that the battle for Azov would have been for the planet rather than the actual thing, which is technically what it is, because we battled Azov back at the end, at the end of it essentially. But yeah. again, if you look at, if, if and we've commented on on the story that gets told in BFA and how disjointed it really feels, and I, I yeah, think you I, can go anywhere. I think I saw, it was either a Reddit post or it was actually a dev that was commenting on when Chronicles gets to the lifetime story of BFA, that you can tell that all deer, because the Horde story focuses so much around all deer on that continent, that you know when it gets around to Chronicles, Horde will canonically have have saved all deer. The Alliance will have canonically saved the Crucible of Storms because that's on the Alliance of Action Isles and we've dealt more with uh, Stormsong and everything else. And then how are they going to work out... Uh, I mean, who wins the Battle of Dazara Law? Who wins uh, Who wins the Battle for Nihilotha when it comes to Chronicles? But you've got to remember that with the way World of Warcraft works in a story-type fashion, everything is stable. You know, we start yeah. the we start BFA with a faction war again. Why do we go to All Deer to help the Horde deal with that? Why do the Horde come to Cold Tiras to help us deal with the Crucible of Storms? You know, and then yeah, when we go to the Battle of Dazara Law, why is there no phasing in the actual capital to show that there's been a war that's happened? You leave that raid and everything's as it is, like everything's normal. Like, there's no changes to the city to show that something's happened other than if you finish the main story on your horde, you don't see uh, the king anymore. You don't see um, King Rastakhan anymore because obviously you've you've progressed the story to that point. And I think stuff like that, they could definitely do because th th you wouldn't have to do any major systems, but, like, you could still be in the area with people who have not done that. And, yeah, I, I think the world needs change as you, as you progress i think we need to see things happen i'm i'm hearing in shadowlands now this is what they're saying and, yep. and like that as you do things you'll see things change and like you'll see things happen in the main city i'm hoping we that we see more of the world changing as we go along i i mean that's one thing i've heard everybody says star Guild republic was really cool in that you saw worlds changing as you're playing you saw things changing up as you, as you play i mean and, and i even in final fantasy we saw certain things changing at times like 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 you were restoring the the, the city in heaven's word you were you, you were yeah. restoring things i mean and, and like you you saw that city in the distance but you you couldn't go to it and it, i would love to see things like that come to the game to make the game feel more alive I mean, there, there there are small changes they've done, but it's only has been part of the quest stuff. Like, do you remember like the original Death Knights back in Wrath? And you go back once you finish that original storyline, you go to your faction and you're hated and reviled. Uh, like people throw bananas, socks, fish at you while you're walking through the city to get to your faction leader. Do you remember that? Say that one more time. Sorry. I'm so when you, when you finish the the classic Death Knight storyline, you go back yes. to your faction capital and you're reviled by all the populace there because of what happened during the Third War and like yes. all the undead stuff. So why are why could why does all is it takes does a word from Garrosh slash Thrall slash Sylvanas depending on what story part you're in there and uh, Anduin slash Varian and and then suddenly all the people like you. Why are there not like a small sect of people that you could come across in the city which still hate Death Knights? Why does everybody's populace change over the course of two seconds? Because the the ruler of whatever says uh, they're part of the Alliance Horde. 
You know, treat them as you would treat anybody else. And that that would be that would be cool. I mean, there is some of that with like Sourfang people have like like my horde who's type of Sourfang. I get occasionally someone not liking me because of that. Yeah. And 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 I I do hear that there is some of that in Orgrimmar. But yeah, what why there should be more variables in the text on the choices you make. I mean, there already is that with with your gender, your race. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they're in your class. I think it would be cool to have like some text because we we've even seen it. Someone, someone, I think was a a paladin or something. Like, someone heard something and it changed how they were talked to because of that. I mean, it it would be, I. There, the world needs to change to feel alive. It does. Um, I mean, we've we've mentioned BFA and like they could have showed some puck marks throughout the Desara Law in the city to show that it's been actually assaulted. Uh, yeah, but, but go back to Miss the Siege of Orgrimmar. You can't even visit the other the 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 undercity, like the un the under. Uh, it's not even called the undercity, but the under Orgrimmar, wherever they because they gave it a specific name, and you can't visit that outside of a storyline in BFA, and which is is ridiculous because you've been through it. Just open like this uh, eight point three patch. Has us visiting raids in a instance. Yeah. I mean, and I I visit Mechagon in an instance. I mean, Mechagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we could visit some of these places in an instance. Just to just to just to look around. But there were there were no there were no marks on the fact that we assaulted Orgrimmar. You know. Yeah. Um, and there could be a check to see, like, have you gone this far on the quest line? Have you done this raid? you've done it then yeah we'll show you all this stuff if you haven't we'll wait till you like the closest we've had to any changes in the actual game as bfa has progressed is like all of the the small chat lines that you get as you walk around Boralis, like the war being over and everything else yeah uh, there are apparently some lines there if you kept the gift of nazoth and and you beat nazoth on the character and you can interact with certain npcs and some you can't there's apparently some of that Ooh. in the game but um I mean, that's it. I mean, you would have thought that something on this sort of, like, emotional scarring level that Nazoth was able to put on, and I'm not going to get into the whole thing of how Nazoth will, uh, you know, like, Nihilotha could have been an expansion on its own. I've got I've got an idea I, I'm going to share with you as well, in a minute as well, on that. But um, it's... I, I feel like while they're trying to get better... Because of the restrictions that they have to do as an MMO, it's very yeah. hard. If this was a single-player Warcraft game, and they would just keep releasing these as expansions that just tell like that, that this could it would be a lot easier to do that because you're only affecting one person and how they see that world and the interactions. And you'd also feel more like a champion of the of the world because there's only you that's doing everything. But because of the nature of how the game is, then there's obviously stuff that. You, you can't really do off the back of that, you know? Well, I, I see that, but but we still see instance stuff. I mean, I, I'm i over in a... I'm over in Warlords, and stuff is... I'm... Different people see different things because, of like, I chose the, the lumber mill. I mean, and you're still in the same area. That... Yeah, but I, I'm not talking... I'm talking about more on a, on a global scale that everybody can see. Like... But like Desara Law happened, yeah, and then yeah. once Crucible of Storms came out, because Desara Law is effectively finished at that point, the next raid is out. Why can't the world see the end result of what happened in Desara Law? Like after they they gave people the the Ar Argus in the sky, yeah. After after a certain point, yeah, I, I could see that. Now even that one, I I still have complaints with. I wish they had waited to show the the eye. Maybe it's an engine limitation. I would have still wanted to see Argus show once I did that. That even in LFR, because that was based on when people first cleared it on that yeah. region, wasn't and it? Yeah. You you saw it if you cleared it, and all of a sudden. But by how, the way, how good was that as as a as a thing to see wherever oh, cool. you were in the world? That is like, a world-changing event. That's not a yeah. pre-release patch. And 
it is cool seeing Sargeras. I, I, so, like, they, they are doing it slight. Like, it's cool seeing Sargeras' sword wherever you are in Kelimdor. Yeah. So, I mean, they are doing it in pieces. But, yeah, we, we need more of it. I, I, and, and, like, I, I want the world to feel like it's changed. I want, I mean, I, it goes back to, I think, the, the, the cataclysm, the, those stupid tornadoes at Westfall need to stop. <laughs> How long do those things well, need it's, to It's the same about Darkshore, isn't it? Well, kind of. Didn't they change that with the new Darkshore? I mean, I mean, I, I know they kind of. Uh, yeah, kind of because you know there's now elementals in specific positions now. So, so I'm not as upset with Dark Darkshore now over that. I mean, that it's that they kind of did it. But yeah, I, I, I'm not. Again, we're not being like. We're, I'm, I'm not trying to be negative. I, I just think make the world feel alive, like you're saying. Make it make it feel like we're making a difference. Because that yeah. would that'd be really cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Nazoth assaults feel good. Even though they're in yeah. old zones, they feel like the world has changed while that's there, you know? And I loved the Legion assaults. Those were uh, during the, uh, the yeah. pre-patch. It was cool being in, in, like, old places and being like, oh, wow, look at that. I mean, and they, and they, they built the tech to do stuff in different areas. I think it would be cool to have this expanded. And, and I mean, I think they could really do some cool stuff with changing the world at different places. I mean, the holidays. I, I love whenever the holidays come around, the world changes. Yeah. And I I just make this world feel even more like I'm living in it and, and I'm affecting it and changing. Because I think that would really make me feel more connected. I think it would also, like, if the world changes and you have <sighs> casual player like yourself, yeah. and I don't mean this in an offensive way, a casual player no. like yourself would see things and they'd be more they feel probably feel more connected with say parts of the world as they went through it and rp yeah. an rp someone a player that specifically plays the game to role play would have extra stuff to do uh, because there's different things that have happened and they can tell stories with their characters because the world has changed because of a certain thing that's happened in the game and they can follow the actual story and say their character has done something and they they could go to silithus and see the ruins of the sword they can yeah. They could they could have gone to the Zara Lore, like viewed it from afar and seen the 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 resonance of the damage. You know, they could have wandered around Boralus and seen the resonance of the sanity attack that's happening around the world because of Nazoth's three. And like they could go to the current assaults because Nazoth's there and like the mantid have attacked and everything else. And they can do RP there and you know, they could just tell these stories how they want to tell their stories with their character. And for a raider, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we get in, yeah. we do the content, we get out again, we enjoy the game when we want to enjoy it. We're with like well, our ults and stuff. I I will look up things like I I, I mean even small things. I looked up Kindy. I mean I'm, I'm like there are things yeah. that you look up and you in and you see this happening in the world. You're like, what is that? Well, that's how what I got. In, that's how I got into the background of the law when I was playing TBC. I got more invested and I wanted to know more. And I yeah, there were days during TBC and Wrath where I'd find. Um, a character and then i'd follow down a rabbit hole because they'd be interconnected with everybody else and as much as we hate citizens of galloran raise your eyes to the skies and observe as much as we hate that there is a cool thing that 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 the world changes when you do that i mean i mean am i allowed to take <laughs> my, can i take my eyes off the sky Citizens of Dalaran, you can break, you can lower your eyes now and look back at the webcam. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. stuff like that. Stuff like that is even cool. I mean, did, the first, the first time, the first time it was very cool. Yeah, after the fifty-six time, they can even put a tag say, "Okay, show it to the player once, and then once they do it, show it to the game." Yeah, what, once yeah. they once they've had the quest, you know. I mean, I'm sure it was a tech limitation when it was and everything else. Yeah, but it, it's. Oh. Did you see when that one year DBM made it wherever you were in, in, in old Dalaran, it just would play it over and over and over again? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was <laughs> annoying. Um, yeah, DBM got a little bit trolley around April Fool's, didn't it? Um, yes. Yeah. I, I, but I think kind of what we're saying is, and, and I, 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 I'm, I'm 100% with you, make, when we have these patches and things, just, Add small little details that just make it look like something happened here. I mean, really make it feel like like the world is 
changing. changing. Changing yeah. as, as, as the story changes, yeah. Because um, then when you log in for a patch, you, you can be like, oh, wow, what's this here? Well, why is why is that that uh, gnome dead on the floor? I mean, just different things. On yeah. Of dead gnomes. Well, yeah. But I'm slightly worried because I know when we get to Shadowlands, we're going hit, to be hit with the same thing like every continent is going to have its own story that's tied within itself and obviously the interact the interarching thing is going to be the souls and whichever covenant we choose when we hit max level and choose which covenant we want to be with and then the souls and then the, then the actual uh prison itself and then the prison is going to be the end the prison will be our surama i guarantee you that will be our that zone will be our surama i've got more hope for that when I was at the uh, What's Next panel, they were talking about Shadowlands, right? They're talking about more of a linear storyline. That I, I got the opinion Ian understands what we were saying, but and I get what you're saying. I just want to interrupt. The problem with there being a linear storyline means that they're getting away. Get, get, they're going to be moving away from the you can choose where you want to start. On your alts. Your alts can go to anywhere. He even said that... Okay, yeah. but imagine you play on launch day and everybody's rammed in that first zone. And yeah, they'll, oh, yeah. They'll, they'll use their sharding tech and everything else to make it feel like it's not as bad as it is. But everybody's going to be rammed. And the biggest worry I'm there is because I remember how the intro scenario to Warlords was with Tanan Jungle and how everybody was buggered. Yeah, I... I can't. I've got no re re rebuttal that I I I can see that happening too. I mean, maybe maybe they've learned about the layering that was in classic, and maybe they're going to apply layering to to Shadowlands. Okay. Oh, we haven't heard yet their, their launch plans. Yeah, maybe there's a lot to come. It's. It, I imagine we're going to see. I imagine the game's been in friends and family alpha over the holiday period. I imagine once the next couple of weeks of uh, Mythic World First Raiding Guns, we'll see, because they, uh, the devs know that a lot of the main content creators are going to have their eyes on the World First, the race to World First, and so they'll and then Warcraft release 3. exactly because Warcraft Three's out this tomorrow, like this, like tomorrow Tuesday, like two days. Tuesday, yeah, yeah, like a couple of days time for you, and then Friday for us. But. Um, <sighs> I've lost my train of thought. Yeah, once that's done, I imagine we'll see the closed beta for content creators, the larger ones, and they'll drip people in if they want to, or they might keep it segregated like they did with Classic and just try and keep a bottled hype train and with uh, the fear of missing out and everything else. Because it's worked so successfully with Classic, the only difference is, is that there'll be a bigger marketing push because it's new content for people to buy. I'm hoping that it's a larger pool because... I think I think it would be nice to at least have a little bit more testing on stuff. But yeah. that's that's my hope. Um before before we go, um you've obviously seen the cinematics. Yes. Right. Were you concerned that they weren't up to a storytelling perspective that Warlords and Legion were? Because obviously, at, when you beat Archimonde at the end of Warlords, you know, there was a, a couple of minutes cinematic of uh, wrapping up the end of that storyline and Gul'dan going through the portal and the what's next thing, which we then saw at Gamescom. And then the end of Legion was essentially, uh, Jesus, you know, the big sword. The, and it ended on the cliffhanger of the sword and the planet. And that's where we get. Yeah. But there's no cliffhanger of where we go next. It's, it's over. So are you... Yeah. We know what's coming next because it's obviously gonna, the story is going to be told in 9.0 when we get there a couple of months before the launch, you know, with the the new leveling zones and the pre-release patch and everything else. But I are, are you disappointed? Uh, I don't I don't want to say I'm disappointed, but yeah, it, it does leave me not knowing what's coming next. And I feel uh, as the go ahead you you keep going i'll keep it as the wow article said it leaves more questions and, and i agree with that kind of like like what's so, here's what i think i think it's a, a big bait and switch because if you go back to the the first cinematic of 8.3 
Rathian says that he'll attack us in the mind. And immediately, immediately we see Anduin seeing that he, there's a vision of Stormwind's uh, cathedral being crushed by Nazoth. Now, we know that time displacement acts differently in other dimensions, which is where the Shadowlands is. So, what if the ending cinematic of 8.3 is a big mind warp? Of, and to show us that 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 we've defeated us off and we think everything is fine because remember the diamond king is still a pawn and him to say I everything would... is good and then we disappear two two and a half years in the shadowlands you know and we come back and the black empire is there i would love that because i don't want the this i i, I love where they're the, seeing all the stuff and i don't want that to be the end of it so i mean in that regard i was disappointed but if that if, if that is just like a, a whole mind it's warp, it's, a, it's some 4D chess that Blizzard yes! does to be playing. I would think that that'd be awesome. Really give the Black Empire like it's only expansion after Shadow Like, yeah. yeah. Or oh, I mean, oh, okay. I if that's how it is, then I am I'm thrilled. But yeah, because because you're right. We do see all the stuff happening. So he has the power to do that in our minds and be like, yeah, everything's good. Yeah, uh -huh. kind of like yeah, yeah, to turn off your mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Everything's all good. La 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 la. Shadowlands. <laughs> I'm coming for you. You don't even see it. Yeah. But uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna end it on that point today. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be excited now. Yeah, that's wow. it, isn't it? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us live. If you haven't joined us live, thank you very much for listening to us on the audio cast or the video cast uh, over at youtube.com slash Project Premium Productions. Remember, you can join us live over at twitch.tv slash Project Premium Productions where I stream a few days a week as well. Uh, or you can follow me on Twitter at Titans Creed or at Gaming Phoenix, depending on what you want to look for. Mr. Frasley, where around the internet can they find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter at Tastic, where I post puns and pictures of cats sleeping. You can find me every week at gnomepodcast.com where I talk with the people from Mount Azeroth and kind of see where they're going. And if you want to see my hijinks in this in this studio that is that is always changing and with an upcoming dance break soon, uh, you can find that at gnome.live. Brilliant stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much to Mr. Frasley as always for joining me again. We'll be back next week with another uh, episode of Stories Around Azeroth. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. And as Mr. Frasley always likes to say, be awesome. <laughs>